Previously on the Arius Adventures, you two were hanging out on the deck of the ship. Cat was steering it, and you guys heard the sound of lovely music playing or singing. And three harpies came out of the cloud, and you guys failed your saves. Can it sound like Sarah Jessica Parker from uh, Hocus Pocus? Okay, I'll uh, go up on deck, I suppose. All right, when you come out up on deck, you see Manny and Tagoro making their way towards the side of the ship. And you see, as you step out, three harpies approaching. And Cat is trying to get their attention, the boys' attention, but they are just going straight towards the bird ladies. Okay. Hmm. It's so beautiful. It's like angels singing. So since you are more than five feet away, you have to move towards it. Yeet. Wait, he jumps off? He yeets himself off the boat, dabs, <laughs> and, fla- and falls. <laughs> dabs. And you finally snap out of it, and you see three uh, harpies in front of you. Oh, shit. Tagoro. Oh, no. Next up are the harpies. Oh, no. <laughs> I didn't even get a chance to move. God dang it. You rolled a 10. I know. Sad. So this is called Visage of Desire. The matriarch projects a vision into the minds of the creatures within 30 feet of it. Wisdom saving throws, my friends. The hell, that's an eight. How about you tell the class what it is you see behind you? I see a mountain of platinum. I'm just like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> what is that? My first action, I'm going to shield bash Tagoro. Does a 27 hit? Yes. Dear God, yes. It's morphin' time. Yeah. How do you want to do this? So my sword basically just glows a divine radiant light. Mm-hmm. I cut through her, and uh, with the the uh, divine like light coming from it, it almost like melts her skin. And I look at Naomi. I'm like, see that? Catviz comes in with the map, and she tells you guys that. If she's been navigating correctly, which she's pretty sure she has, you should be approaching the Mage Kingdom of Vivandi. So, you guys have all bid farewell to... The folks you're leaving behind on the ship. And you know what? We still don't have the name yet for it. So so you guys leave the ship behind. And along with Feora, Noriko, Kat, and Ramathorn. And you guys are traveling on foot. Uh, the road is wide and paved and everything. So you won't have to worry about any terrain issues as you travel. You see people coming and going on carriages and caravans, horseback and on foot like you guys coming and going from the city. They don't pay your little group very much mind. You just seem to kind of be like one of them. You guys want to chit-chat and stuff as you walk? Who's all with us? We have Tagoro, Manny, Garrus, Blitz, and Naomi. So those harpies, am I right? (laughs) (laughs) Naomi's just like, yeah, that was, that was pretty intense. Um, Good thing no one got like thrown off, right? Yeah, or carried off. That would have been real bad. 
would have been horrible. So who are we going to see in Fitzbark? Blitz, uh, as you guys are walking, she just... No, okay, the kingdom... Oh, yeah, Vivandi. Oh, yeah. Well, no, see, the kingdom is Vivandi. The city is Albion. So, yeah, as you guys are walking, Blitz adjusts her straps and everything to her travel pack, and she's just like, well, we... It would be wise to seek out the Raven Council. They're the ones that rule a kingdom. And they also are, like, the highest, most powerful mages in... Well, next to the Shah Alanis, the High Elves, these guys would be the next most powerful spellcasters in all of Arius. So it would be a good idea to let them know and maybe learn some information if they have any on this whole Alretna stuff and Lord Renault, because you said that this kingdom was a threat to him. Yeah, and we can also warn them that it could be in danger. Yeah, they are led by the High Archmage. If I remember correctly, he had just been named at his position. I think it was Crowley. Crowley was his name. But yes, he's, if I remember, he's a human, rather a bright fellow. He hopefully should be able to help us. And he has his other fellow uh, council members that help him. Uh, It's ruled by like six different types of, of mages. All various races and whatnot. What else? Uh, do you guys have any other questions? I'm trying to make sure I don't... It has been so many years since I was here last. Uh, I think it was... Actually, it was before I met Fiora was the last time I was here. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't have any more questions. I think we should just get going. Alrighty. Uh, Garrus, Tagoro, how about you boys? Do they have good food? I mean... It... I mean, like... It has different food than Fitzpark. Okay. So, yes, Tagora, there will be plenty of food for you, dear. Okay, I'm in. Do you think there are any paladins there? Actually, they are an elite group of soldiers that protect the kingdom and even the council itself known as the uh, Raven Guard. They are the honor guard. They are a combination of paladins and even, if I remember correctly, Eldritch Knights. So they are some of the best around. Hmm. Maybe I could get a couple pointers from them. Hmm. Well, perhaps, I'm sure. They're, I have no idea who their general or commander is, but yeah, I'm sure once we make our introductions, perhaps we'll have some time to, if any of you guys have things you want to look into while we're here, we might as well take advantage of you know, the Citadel and all of that. Absolutely. That sounds like a great idea, Blitz. Yeah, oh, for yeah. sure. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you, dear. So, you guys continue on your path? Onward! Yeah, onward. Okay. Uh, to Albion. To, our, our, <laughs> to Albion, yes. Albion. Yes. <laughs> it's going to take me a few. I know, we've spent so much time in one city, haven't we? So, you guys, after your long trek towards the city you see the high walls towering overhead like thick black granite type walls and uh, you see banners and everything hanging over the ramparts with the symbol of Avandi which is actually Tagoro and Manny make perception checks 21 there you go hey 24 Nice. You three all see this symbol. And Manny and Tagoro, 
You've seen this before, a long, long time ago, when you traveled to the White Tower. So it's a golden ring, and around the ring are seven ravens in different positions, and they're also different colors. You have the top raven that is gold. Uh, the raven, you have, okay, I'll just, I won't go around in a circle, I'll just tell you. You have a gold raven, an orange raven, a purple raven, a green raven, a copper raven, a brown raven, and then a black raven. So the the ravens that are positioned around the ring, those are, they're all those colors? Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Each one is a different color. And those are like banners hanging off the mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. walls and flags and stuff. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, you guys approach the city gates and they're our guards and everything to like help people and check carts. Since you guys aren't traveling in a wagon anything or anything, you are just stopped and asked, you know, just like what your general business here is in the city. So who's speaking for the group? Um, I guess me. <laughs> okay. Welcome, sir, to Albion. Uh, how can we help you and your party? Me and my party are here to speak to the Raven Council about some serious matters. Well, the Raven Council, they do have open hearings for delegates from other kingdoms and such. It may take you a wait, but if you're lucky enough, you might be able to snag something today unless you have some sort of a letter of introduction or a decree from whatever kingdom you represent. Oh, uh, well, we come from the kingdom of Fitzpark on behalf of Queen Catfiz. She has sent us to send a message to the Raven Council. Oh. And we're hoping for a party with them as soon as possible. Is there any way that we could get somewhere to set up a meeting with them? Uh, if you'd like, he snaps a finger and a, a couple of young half-elf and a human dressed in like guard armor and they come over and stand at attention and the commander or the the captain lieutenant he instructs the two to escort you guys through the city to get you on your way to the citadel and to help you guys get into the court because it is a massive place that you can easily get lost in so uh, they will do their best to quickly and most efficiently accommodate you As you guys follow these two soldiers, the streets are very well paved and cobblestones. Things like economically seem pretty, pretty nice. Uh, You see lots of emporium and magic shops, uh, enchantment places, small bookshops that sell arcane, different books on arcane. You see weapon shops that also describe enchanted items that they are able to imbue and and work on for anybody. The smells of strange new foods that have yet to be tasted by Tagoro fill his nose. Uh, Some spicy, some savory, all sorts of sweet treats hang in the air. Tall, well-built structures and stuff like large manor houses the closer you get to the citadel itself and all of that. So yeah, you cross this bridge that kind of separate the actual citadel from the rest of the city and you enter these large gilded doors again emblazoned with the symbol of the seven different ravens and you enter 
you see soldiers and you also see people wearing different types of spell casting robes and different various colors uh, different styles as well some people are wearing things that are more like fitting to their own like racial kingdoms that they hail from and, and whatnot you also see a couple different Nico here and there that are also freely walking about since this is a free kingdom Naomi is looking about all wide-eyed interest and when she sees a couple of the the Nico as well her ears perk up a bit as she notes them and continues to follow Manny's just taking it all in and kind of just eyes are darting everywhere uncontrollably <laughs> yeah if Manny were to do any sort of like magic sense or anything you would almost be blinded by the overwhelming power of different magic and mana going on here in this place i think we just continue forward all righty you guys enter a large chamber that is crowded with people there are attendants kind of scattered about that are talking to people and then they're the ones you see go up to like this high dais where three robed figures are sitting at the moment and you see there are seven chairs but only three of them are currently filled so an attendant comes up to the group of you and takes your guys's names and what your request is and everything so if there's anything urgent you want to add to it so that you kind of get bumped up the the queue line now's the time so i walk up to this individual mm-hmm and I just kind of explain. It is a half, it's an older halfling woman with like gray and, and black hair. Uh, hi. Yes, I'm from the kingdom of Fitzpark. And mm-hmm. I'd like to arrange a meeting with the Raven Council on important matters. And what important matters are those? Uh, trade negotiations, diplomatic, mediation negotiations. What can I, what, what is your purpose? Well, I kind of lean in a little closely so only her and I can hear it. Mm-hmm. Uh, there might be an attack. I'm, I'm sorry? And a where? Um, an attack on this kingdom. I'm, we're here to report a possible terrorist attack. Oh, and oh my. Very well. Uh, I will take this up at once to the council. Wait, wait here, please. Uh, what is your party's name? The Rampack. Ah, uh, yeah, the Rampack. You can just call me Garrus. Love. <laughs> the Rampack and Garrus. Okay. Yeah. The Rampack featuring Garrus. Yeah, what does it say? Okay, she kind of like looks at the three of you quizzically, and then she... Uh... I just give her a nervous smile. <laughs> <laughs> I give her a wink. Jesus I Christ. smile. Oh, God. <laughs> you watch her go to the end of the hall where the dais is, and she talks to what looks to be a half-elven woman. Uh, let me see if I can find that information real quick. Can I actually make a religion check? About that symbol? Uh, about the the raven symbol? Yeah, why not? Yeah, go ahead. Cool. 18. So, you know quite a bit about this symbol. This symbol dates back to, actually, the establishment of this kingdom. 
it was founded by seven people that actually the kingdom itself is named after. They fought along with some arcane fighters, uh, such as paladins and eldritch knights, all united to defeat a lich who was threatening the eastern part of Arius some long time ago. This kingdom, and actually the citadel itself, is the remains of that lich. They established, after she was defeated, they established their kingdom here to ward off any other potential threats like her that would arise again. Hmm. Mm-hmm. And they called themselves the Raven Council, each one taking up a raven symbol that they identified with. They were founded by a man, a human man, whose name was Valtinus Adlim. So yes, uh, up ahead you see that the attendant speaks with a dark-haired half-elven woman. She has a, a black staff also in her hand. Actually not in her hand, propped up next to her. So she is in like deep talk with the halfling and then nods and stands and you see her walk off into a room and the halfling makes her way back to you guys and she says to you guys she's like oh if you will follow me she uh the um council member will meet with you right now so oh excellent thank you i'll follow (laughs) you anywhere oh (laughs) follow her (laughs) guys follow her and you are led to a very small meeting room and the uh elven woman is in there and once you guys are all sat down she looks at you guys all seriously and she's just like it has been brought to my attention that the five of you have important news of the threat of an attack here on our city on our kingdom what can you tell me well um we are coming from the kingdom of Fitzpark, and we are speaking on behalf of Queen Cathiz, uh, the new ruler there. And we recently had come in cross with these bad people. Um, they're all working for a evil man named Renault. And from what we understand, the information that we gathered, Renault is attacking this kingdom and also another one that I don't know of off the top of my head, but I had it written down. Uh, it is the Dwarven Kingdom of Ukraine was the other yes. one. Yeah. Also, the Kingdom of Ukraine is in danger for the reasons we kind of don't know. I see. We just thought it'd be good for us to come here and warn you all. I see. And is there anything else that you can tell me of importance? The only Any, real anything thing... Anything at all that would be helpful? You said there's this Lord Renault? Yeah, we don't know much about him except that he's been sending people to attack certain cities. Carver Blackwood was one of his I'm sorry. Lackeys. Excuse me. You said Carver Blackwood. 
Yes, he was one of the main victims, him and alongside a, a changeling woman. They came to Fitzpark and... I'm sorry, I don't mean to interrupt, but I think if you're going to speak of Carver Blackwood, it would be most imperative if I summoned the rest of the council. Will you follow me? Uh, sure. She quickly... As soon as you mention uh, Carver's name, like, everything about her changes from just kind of, like, note-taking to... She's very alert now and very on edge and she quickly rises and you are led down a hall that's a lot more like you don't see attendants coming and going or other people it's just you guys uh lit by these floating lanterns and everything uh this place seems a lot more reclusive like out of the public eye and she's walking silently with urgency as she's leading you guys down this hall Naomi, as you guys are walking, she seems rather nervous and frightened. Her ears are kind of like lowered and her tail's kind of like swishing nervously behind her as you guys walk. Don't worry, Naomi. You're behind me. You'll be okay. You don't think we're in trouble or anything, do you? No. If it, if we were in trouble, they'd already have us dead. Oh, that's, that's not... I guess that's a good point. And don't worry. With me around, nobody will die. I promise you. Oh, that's... That makes me feel much better. I just, I hope we didn't say or do anything wrong. They seem to act very strange when we mention Carver. What's the big deal with him? I don't know. Manny, Tagoro, what are you guys thinking as you're walking? Um, they can try. (laughs) What? They can try to kill us. (laughs) Who said anything about killing? Jesus. Didn't someone just say something about killing? Uh, we said something about being in trouble, not necessarily killing. Okay. <laughs> cool. Manny's just keeping up and trying to go over in his head what he's going to say to these important people. Yeah, even Blitz is just kind of like, uh-oh. Uh-oh. I wasn't expecting this. You guys step into a very large room with polished black and white marble floors. And once again, like in the center of this large chamber is that raven symbol again. And the woman tells you guys to wait here within this room and the rest of the council will be there in a moment. So she sees you guys and then steps out. Guys wait for a few minutes and then suddenly ahead of you, these large double doors open and you see seven people, including that woman you were talking to, all file in and take their places in these high raised chairs. And uh, at the center is a man with a human man with cropped black hair that's like lightly salt and peppered. And he's got like these grayish blue eyes. And then uh, you see a handful of other races, a dwarf, half elf, you even see halfling and a gnome up there as well. And they all kind of like, Once they're all settled in, the door's shut, and they all kind of, like, quietly take the group of you in. And then the human man begins speaking. I am High Archmage Bertrand Crowley. Nadine has told me that you are here with information in regards to a potential threat to our kingdom, as well as information of a Lord Renault who is associated with Carver Blackwood. Is that correct? Yes. 
What can you tell us of Carver Blackwood? Other than he's an asshole, he's given us a lot of problems in the past. We had him contained and captured. However, he got away uh, probably about a week ago, and his last known location was in Fitzpark. Was he still traveling with a powerful mage, a changeling woman? No. Not anymore. I killed her. Yeah, my... I'm sorry. You killed her? I killed her real good. In self-defense. It was proven by a court of law in Fitzpark. But she is dead. You can assure me of that. Yes, I would 100%. Have head, but someone wouldn't let me bring it. <laughs> well... There is some good news in all of this information, but you do say that Carver got away again. You had captured him and he escaped? Yes, Whoops. unfortunately. We had him, however, he slipped out of our hands. Didn't we break his hands? Yes. <laughs> no, I was asking. I'm like, you know, if, if you see someone walking around with broken hands, it's him. <laughs> Unless he went and got them healed by someone. No. the armor broken also i see go ahead he was working for a man named lord renault from my understanding yeah from my understanding he had given carver a job to take over fitzpark i see yes to kind of bring things back to the way they were they didn't want the laws to be changed hmm. so i feel that they don't like the fact that maybe nicogen are being freed and all that i see don't forget all retina i'm sorry <clears throat> yeah um so during our trial finding out this information we heard all retina which we know that it might be an entrance to the underdark there are many entrances to the underdark within the great mountain some long ago abandoned and some collapsed, some still maintained by the forces beneath the earth that are corrupt and evil. Alretna, though, we have encountered that name in some ancient writings here within the Arcanium Library. Can you maybe give us some information? Our ultimate goal is to stop this evil. My mother, she is also behind this. So that makes it extremely personal and sensitive. I see. Tell me, uh, what was your name again, young man? Manny. This is Tagoro, and this is Garrus. Nice to meet you. It's a pleasure. Manny, that symbol on your neck, does your mother also share the same mark? She does. It runs in my family, uh, apparently. I'm trying to find a way to stop it. <sighs> it is good you came to us, Manny. What? Mm, there's so much that needs to be dealt with. The kingdom's under threat, correct? Just like the Gnome Kingdom one. And you believe Carver is working for this Lord Renault to do his dirty work. I that is concerning. Is. When you took, this is very important, and please, like, this will help us help you because we have had dealings with Did his mage, this changeling one, have a staff? Yes, she did. Was it destroyed or 
Were you able to recover it after she was defeated? Well, uh, we were able to recover it. I oh, pull out goodness. the staff. I've been using the staff as protection to help my new family here travel. You see, as soon as you take it out, the staff, because I had it once you attuned to it, it changed to however you preferred it to look like. Now standing within the ring and here within the cell, that spell, like that look, design of it reverts to what it should look like, which is a white staff with a white crystal up at the top. And the group kind of like lets out a gasp and uh, Crowley raises his eyes as he's in what you're holding. That is the staff of first Archmage Voltanus. That is a very powerful weapon that belongs here within the archives of the Citadel. Oh. It, was, it was stolen by... Finders this- Keepers? Dibs. <laughs> Dibs. <laughs> Can I call Dibs? <laughs> That's... I'm sorry. That's not how this works. There is I mean, no such things as We Dibs. beat her, and then we heard the music, you know, that said we, we won the battle, and then we got the loot at the end of the game. I mean, match. Again, that's not how it works. And for someone like you to be wielding that. Whoa! <sighs> Listen. I like how Tagoro is my hype man in the background. <laughs> right? Leave it to Tagoro. For a member of House Night Spire to be wielding that staff is what concerns me. I, I'm sorry, I'm unclear of what you're saying. That mark and the fact that you say your mother is working for this dark lord renault that can only mean one thing that you are a halfling from house nightspire a group of shadow sorcerers that are very powerful and very dangerous and you're wielding a staff of the white tower mage yeah well i mean i haven't been using it for evil purposes, and that's not my intention. My intention was hopefully to continue to use it to stop this Lord Renault. My concern is you will hand that over to Lord Renault. And if he gets his hand on a weapon or a staff that belongs to a member of the Raven Council, then it could be used to cause so much more destruction. How can I trust your guarantee that you can maintain what you have right now and not use it for evil? Honestly, I'd do anything to prove that I'm trustworthy. Is there anything I can do to prove my worthiness? It's not a matter of proving your worth, my 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 good sir. It is... <sighs> There was once a member of your family that sat on this council long ago, and she wielded one of the artifacts of the first seven and corrupted it with her shadow magic. And then we had to destroy it. So this staff, the one that belongs to the white mage, if this is said to be the most powerful of them all, and if this gets corrupted, it would be it would be a loss to not just like us personally as a group of mages, but 
to mages who protect their kingdom and protect Arius from the rest of danger that not many get to see. It is, I don't, I don't know how to tell you yes. You just say yes. <laughs> well, that, or let me prove to you that I won't corrupt it. And I have a question, actually, Cassie. Um, yes. Would I know that the mage that they're talking about is Voltanus? Would Manny know who, that? Uh, yeah, you guys and your time in the White Tower, you learned that he... Okay. You learned that Voltanus was the founding member of the Raven Council. You guys hung out in his tower. You met his guardian, Io. And you also left Percy behind to help keep it safe. You do also, as you're thinking of what to say next, remember that Percy himself is from this kingdom. He's from Vivandi. He had mentioned before that he was an apprentice uh, to one of the Raven Council members. Okay. So knowing this, I'll, I'll say, look, I've been to this White Tower that I know that Voltanus... I'm sorry, you've... You found the White Tower. The White Tower has been lost for centuries. Dibs. <laughs> <laughs> Me and my friends, we made it there. We met Io. And also, we have a wizard there that's protecting the tower as we speak. His name is Percy. He could probably vouch for me. They both could. When I helped them out a bunch. I'll go ahead and have you three make perception checks. Lady fingers. <laughs> <laughs> is that what you called Percy? Yes. Yeah, remember? I called him Ladyfingers. Oh my god. Yeah, he says Percy, and I was like, who's Percy? And I'm like, oh, Ladyfingers. Tell us you call that guy. <laughs> Jesus Christ. We'll be right back after a quick word from one of our other fellow podcast friends and this week's sponsors. Oh, hello there. I am Reynolds Nilo, curator here at the Candlekeep Archive. What might I help you with today? You want a story? Of course you do. You have many to choose from, but you look like you want something different. Something daring. Dangerous. Filled with high adventure, witty quarrels, powerful spells, a ferocious villain, and a few unlikely heroes to stop them. That's the kind of story you want. But what makes the story so special? <laughs> it's all true. Believe me, I was there. The Mighty Ones, The Story Lord Chronicles, is a brand new D&D podcast following the adventurer Sora, a dragonborn princess on the run. Drusilia, a high elf paladin on a personal quest for the downtrodden, Amatista, a tiefling cleric who gets into more trouble than a cleric should, and her half-brother Alessandro, the leader of a rebellion in the Forgotten Realms. Join them as they journey through the streets of Waterdeep, facing new dangers with every step. Episodes are live-streamed, recorded, and released every Friday and every other Monday at 10 a.m. Hey folks, your DM here to tell you about our new sponsor from Awesome Dice. They have you covered for all your dice and dice accessory needs. From metal and gemstone to their specialty dice, 
you can easily find the right set to give you the advantage in your next game session. Right now we have a special Halloween giveaway with Awesome Dice where you can win their Halloween Pumpkin Dice Set. All you have to do to enter is email the special code word SPOOKY to PartyAdvantagePodcast at gmail.com. This code can only be found right here. Again, the word is SPOOKY and email that to PartyAdvantagePodcast.com. Also, make sure to visit www.awesomedice.com to use the special discount code ADVANTAGE10 for 10% off your next purchase. That code is good from now until the end of 2019. Add more dice to your collection with Awesome Dice and gain the advantage in all your rolls. Hey guys, it's Adam here to talk about our new sponsor, Elderwood Academy. They have all you need to add to your gaming experience. They create beautiful hex chest dice boxes, rolling trays, dice towers, and many other unique products in their store. I personally enjoy their dice catapult. You heard me, dice catapult. I launch my d20s across the table at my DM when I make an attack roll. This month, our epic loot giveaway includes a cedar wood dragon etched dice holder and a tiny dice set from our friends over at Elderwood Academy. Check out our giveaway on Facebook and Twitter to enter and win these amazing prizes. But also, don't forget to check out Elderwood Academy at www.elderwoodacademy.com to check out all their great products. Thank you. I love you. Hey everyone, it's your DM Cassie here. Before we jump back into the rest of the episode, make sure to follow us on Twitter and Facebook to check out fun posts and special announcements. Also, check out our monthly Epic Loot Box giveaways where you can enter to win some exciting swag to give you the advantage on your next encounter. As always, if you've been enjoying this episode of Party Advantage, please take the time to review us on your podcast platform of choice. Reviews really do help us spread the word and grow the show so that we can keep bringing you more exciting content. As always, thank you so much for listening. And now, back to the show. Perception or insight? Perception. Seven. Uh, Garrus, what was yours? Fifteen. Uh, Tagoro. That's a twenty-two for Tagoro. Okay, thank you. Tagoro, you notice a soldier that is standing like just behind Crowley who shifts and kind of like reflexes when you guys mention uh, Percy's name. I make a scene. I point him out. You, sir, you know Percy. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, we're just going to go blatant obvious. Okay, cool. Um, it's Tagoro style. Of course it is. Yeah, the guard, the, the soldier, he has his helm covering his face and everything, and he kind of like tilts his head a moment, and Crowley turns behind him. Uh, Sir Gwaine, is everything all right? The man steps forward and lifts his helm, and you see a human with like, short cropped blonde hair and green eyes he removes his helmet and looks down seriously at crowley and whispers something to him and then crowley nods and looks to you guys uh are you speaking of uh percival Ricefire? 
Lady uh, Yeah, sure. I, I didn't really catch his last name. We just called him Percy. I've never really met the guy, guy, but it sounds about right. Yeah, this was before we met Garrus. Um, we were in some sort of cave system, and a rock had fallen on him. So me and my friend here lifted it off, and then we went to the White Tower. It was kind of a crazy adventure, really. I see. Did he mention anything about Vandy or anything like that at all? Well, I mean, he mentioned that he lived here. That's why I brought it up. He could definitely vouch for me, though. Well, can he be summoned? Oh, um. Is anyone here know how to talk to Io? She's kind of the artificial intelligence of the White Tower. If anyone had some sort of sending or message spell, that's probably the only way. We've tried reaching the the White Tower before to try and discern its location. However, whatever defense was left behind after Valtanis passed away, no council member over the years have been able to find or communicate with the tower. Supposedly, somewhere lost within the catacombs below, there was a way, but we have not yet been able to find it. Does any of this ring a bell to us, Cassie? What parts? Any of that. Do we know how to talk to him? Um... I don't think so. I think... Actually... Didn't you, Tagoro, didn't you, Tagoro, have, like, the hologram thing that, like, projected those memories? <laughs> I, I think so, I had, like, a weird crystal ball that Aya was in. Uh, you had... What you found was, in one of the rooms, you found a large, yes, a large crystal ball that was green, and it glowed green, and what it did was, is it projected different memories and scenes within the tower. And uh, it also was used to interact with Io at times. So, might want to check your inventory there, pal, because... I root around in my bag. Didn't you still, because didn't you still hold on to that? I never get rid of anything. I'm a hoarder. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) (laughs) You also have those those sweets that I bought you on the road. Sweet, oh, yeah, uh, some mimic tongue still. What gross! That stuff's probably terrible. And yeah, it's like now. all moldy. I dried it. Uh, oh yeah, that's right. We dried it. That's right. They dried it. So you pull out that crystal. <coughs> I pull so out the crystal ball of power. So Adam, as you root through your bag, your hands, like you pull out all this other junk, and buried underneath all of that garbage and garbage, you pull out this dim dark green crystal that is like the size of a volleyball and uh you hold it up and it kind of has like a couple of things like a couple of like dried bits of turkey kind of stuck on it and everything i like it off uh and as you do it reacts to the room you guys are in and dimly starts to glow once more Oh, this item was found at the White Tower. This kind of helped. Dibs. 
see certain <laughs> things, and it uh, might help communicate with them. The council members all kind of like give different looks of surprise that this that this item has been found, and it has been apparently just hanging out in some random dude's garbage book bag. Whoa! <laughs> shots fired! <laughs> I mean, are they wrong? You forgot you had it for a whole season. So yeah, Crowley himself looks back up to the man, and uh, then to you guys, and it's just like, yes, that's there used to be one just like that here that was used to communicate with the tower and its guardian. If we can pair this, well, we can use this now to at least maybe establish some sort of community. And then if we could find its partner, then we could have another source of communication between the groups, between your group and the tower and ourselves. Okay, well... Now's a better time than any. It may I may I see the orb, please? You hand it over. Thank you, Tagoro. So you hand over the orb. And the mage kind of like uses mending or whatever to clean it off real quick from its gunk. And he channels a little bit of mana into it and it brightens up a little bit. Since it's been sitting in Tagoro's bag for so long, it's kind of like the battery's low, so to speak. And since it's so far away from the tower, it's dim and dark. And as he channels some of his magic, you see that light come back into it. And he thinks for a moment, this might take quite a bit of time to reattune. If you'd like, we can provide rooms and, and such for you here while we reawaken this orb. And then once it is fully back at its capacity, you may join us once again as we try to reach the tower and its guardian. And Percival, if he's still well and he's still there, hopefully he can help shed some light on your, you and your group. Would that be agreeable to you? Yes, absolutely. Very uh, well, then. Thank you. I kind of bow unknowing like what the cordial thing to do is so i just kind of bow <laughs> all righty the soldier comes forward and he offers to escort you guys to rooms to stay in if you would follow him he'll take you to a series of events that will be provided for you here in the citadel if that is what you guys want so you want to stay here in the citadel or would you prefer to stay within the city somewhere Citadel sounds pretty sweet to me. Fuck, I always wanted to go to Harry Potter World. Yeah. Hogwarts. <laughs> <laughs> I knew the word. Hogwarts, okay, yeah. So, so last few episodes, we were listening to Pirates of the Caribbean sung by you. Does that mean we're going to start hearing Potter music sung by you? I've already been sorted. Okay, what house as, are you in? <laughs> as everyone goes to turn, they just turn around. I'm already in wizard robes. I have a wand. And I'm just like, hey guys, this happened really fast. <laughs> Nerd glasses <laughs> taped in the center already. This night, Sir Gwain is leading you guys through the Citadel towards some apartment. You can talk to him if you'd like. Uh, Sir Gwain, was it? Yes. I just wanted to let you know that uh, Percy's doing great. 
and he's a real nice guy. I'm glad to hear he's doing well. Our mothers will be delighted to hear that he's still alive. I was about to ask if you were lovers, but this makes more sense. Percival is my youngest brother. Oh, well, again, he's an amazing guy. He's a very powerful wizard. He was. He is the apprentice to Crowley. So it is only fitting that he is powerful and continues to do well. I hope you uh, understand the decision we made. We thought it would be best for the tower. I'm curious to know what led to him being left behind. We have been searching for him for years now. He was sent to go and travel on a mission to mend the loss, actually, and apparently ended up in the complete wrong place. Well, we made the decision just because we thought it would fit the most. I'm sure he'll have some clear answers when we get a hold of him. Well, as I said, I'm relieved to hear that he's well, and I look forward to reassuring my mothers that he's also. If you'll continue following me, please. And he kind of like goes very, very formal, very stiff, you know, trying to like not show his concern or anything as he leads you guys. I yeah, need follow. you. Garrus, I need you to make a perception check. Uh-oh. That's a 10. As you guys are walk- walking and everything, and he turns his back to you, you hear a light ringing sound of a woman's voice very faintly. And it's not addressing you, it's addressing Gwen. But for some oh. reason, you're able to hear it. And uh, you hear the voice say, Now, Gwen, dear, you should, I don't know, get to know them. They, aren't you curious to find out, like, what Percival has been up to? I know I am. And plus, I think these guys are rather interesting. Who has that beautiful voice? Huh. And do you hear that? He thinks my voice is beautiful. Uh, Naomi, is that you? <laughs> Naomi just kind of like looks up at you and she's like, hmm, what? Uh, Blitz, is that you? Uh, is what me, dear? Oh, I'm hearing a woman talking to my head. <laughs> you hear a giggle? Kind of like it kind of echoes and rings in your ear. Uh... Gwen is still walking ahead of you guys, and you kind of, like, give a huff. Uh, Sir Gwen? Yes? There's a woman talking into my head, and he's, she said that you should get to know us more? Uh, what's that about? That would be Avalon, my sword. Avalon? Yes. Your sword oh. talks. She does, yes. Fascinating. She's a, she's a sentient sword, the Dawnbringer. Her name is Avalon. And she can sometimes be on the chatty side. Now, if you'll continue and follow me. And now all three of you uh, hear a voice in your head. Oh, Gwen, dear, come on. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> that just scared me. <laughs> I got scared. I must have just jumped like five minutes. I just, I, dude, I just jumped like five feet in the air. That scared the shit out of me. (laughs) I feel like you would scare the shit out of Tagoro. Random voice in his head? He doesn't do well with that shit. Right.
So Tagoro has a meltdown. My poor neighbors, guys. <laughs> My poor neighbors. <laughs> like, what the fuck are they doing? Manny's just like, this place is so awesome. And then suddenly, that voice enters your head, and then Tagoro screams like a mad person. Tagoro, it's fine. It's just a talking sword. It's completely normal. Uh, I don't... Where's her body? Well, my body's um, right here. Aren't I lovely? And you look at this glowing sword that's like at that's and it's scabbard at the knight's side. I'm scared. <laughs> oh my. It's all right. That is a that's lovely a sword. Awesome sword. Yeah, I was gonna say. It's a great looking sword, man. Why can't my axe talk? <laughs> Would you want the talk? Yeah, you're kind of yes. creeped out about this. I don't know. I go stand behind Naomi. <laughs> she she pats your your hand that's like resting on her. She's like it's all right, Tagoro. It's like the stories from long ago. You know, knights with magical swords that do you know powerful things. I don't know that story. I'll tell you. I'll tell you one of them later. How about that? My mom told me a story about a deer whose mom got shot, and he became friends with a skunk and rabbit, and then it took revenge on the hunters. What? <laughs> oh, Bambi. <laughs> Did we but kill then, Bambi? Then when, oh, the, then when the deer was raining over the forest, a wolf came and ate it. Jesus Christ. That was a story I was told. That and was natural. sleep well? What? I'm so confused. Yeah. It's a terrible nighttime story. <laughs> well, Tagoro, thank you for this. Also, Bambi looked like the forest, uh, the king of the forest, whatever, from Princess Mononoke. That weird-ass space monster. And that's canon now. <laughs> and that's canon. <laughs> no turning back now. Oh, oh god, there no. were wolves in that movie, too. That makes sense. You know what? Yeah, she, they just told me the story of Princess Mononoke. So yeah, you guys reach your apartments and Gwen kind of like looks uncomfortably at all of this, especially since his sword is just making friends apparently with this random group of people. He is just like, if you have need of anything, just there are summoning bells that will bring servants to attend to your needs. Once the council has finished Preparing the orb, I shall return to bring you guys back to the room. Great. Have a good evening. Yay, you too. Thanks. Goodbye, dears. <laughs> we are so good at making friends. Even the sword bids you goodbye. Now that the five of you are settled in, uh, Blitz just kind of like sits back in one of the chairs. She's like, well, that went very interesting. What do you guys think? Yeah, I really hope... Uh... We get some more information about where we're going. The Underdark? Yeah. Well, hopefully uh, anything we can learn here. Like I said, I came across at least the name itself, Alt-Retina, on an old rune. I should be able to retrace my steps once we get there. It was well, that's I, good. I had discovered it in an old uh, drown necropolis that had been in ruins. So I really hope I get to keep the staff. That'd be really helpful. What if they want to take it back, Manny? Well, I kind of would have no choice but to give it back, honestly. I can't fight an entire city. I just hope that they can trust me enough to keep it safe and 
not fall under evil's hands. Well, what about what they said about, well, your family name and all that? Did you know that you were, I mean, you went by Manny Popple. Is that just your show name? And no, as far as I know, that's my real name. This Night Spire, I haven't even heard of at all. Could I make a religion slash uh, history check on You may name? make a history check. Nine. Yeah, no, that's no idea. You never heard of this was the first encounter you've heard of Night Spire as well. Do you think your mother's a part of the Night Spires? It seems like she Yeah, it does seem like it. I know I'm not. I guess it just runs in my bloodline. I guess we'll have to keep a watchful eye on you from now on. <laughs> well, yeah. we need a watchful eye on him. It's not like he's gonna betray us. Oh, I never said anything about yeah, that. I have all my wits together. I feel great. Well, you never know. The council seemed to be very worried about that name. So, you never know. You are right. And I They could willing... maybe blow a dog whistle and you become very evil. Who knows? Mm, who knows? <laughs> are you part dog, Manny? No. Wait, what? <laughs> I would even go under any spells if they wanted to. If they wanted to run some tests on me or however it works. Speaking of which, I'm going to go off and see if I can find the paladins. So you really want to leave <laughs> in an unknown city hmm? alone? You want to go by yourself without us? Why not? <laughs> Why not? Because I'm Garrus. Uh... Yeah, there you go. He's motherfucking Garrus. Did they give us like a time on how long it might be? Uh, they really didn't. Like Wayne said, once it was ready, he would come for you guys. So if you want to go now and explore, you can. Or if you want to wait until after you've met with the council again, that's completely up to you. Manny's kind of anxious to meet with the council again as soon as possible. Okay, so, so you're going to stick here? Stick, yeah, until someone were to come. Uh, so, uh, Garrus and Tagoro, what do you two want to do? I was planning to go see uh, the other paladins. So you do want to try to, like, network with what paladins are here, correct? Yeah. Just kind of curiously peek and see what they got going on in this joint? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, Tagoro, what about you? Even I stay with Manny, ought I go exploring? On your own or with Garrus? On my own. Oh, God. He's a big boy now. I go exploring! Do you want Naomi to go with you, or do you want to go on your own? Do you want to take an NPC with you? Uh, yeah, Tagoro, if you're going to go, I'd rather you, someone be with you. <laughs> but... but uh, Okay, come on, Naomi. Oh, okay. That's us right. <laughs> oh, my God. So, but... Garrus, before you could say anything, he Tagoro runs out the door with Naomi in hand. Aw. Have fun, guys. Oh, are you trying to take Naomi with you? Uh-huh. Oh, I didn't realize. <laughs> I cock-blocked you. <laughs> Sucks, doesn't it? Oh, shit. I didn't cock block you. I didn't cock block you. What do you mean? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> what is this revenge for? I know you did. Oh uh, man, we're just playing. <laughs> or did I? 
<laughs> so, Manny, you notice Garrus have a disappointed look as the two already have left the room. I just kind of giggle. I guess as disappointed of a look as you can make out. <laughs> right. As he's behind. Yeah. His bright blue eyes kind of dim a little behind Aww. his armor. There you go. There, there, buddy. You'll get your chance. I suppose Blitz is still around. Yes, Blitz is still around. She's hanging Blitz, what are you going to do? I think I'm going to stay here with Manny, dear. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it is just Garrett. Uh, I'll go just... hang out with my paladin friends. <laughs> you haven't made any yet. Alone. That's right. Aww. All my paladin friends are dead. Would you like me to come with you, Garrus? Oh, no, no. It's okay. I don't mind. I just figured you would want to go explore on your own. I I'll, I'll be brave. I'm a big boy. <laughs> I'm 38. Okay. Bye. <laughs> just... I leave a white candle next to the door. <laughs> That's how you start fires. Well, it's not well, lit, it's not lit, stupid. Oh. I thought he just lit a candle and walked away. I'm like, dude, have me not burned down everything yet. <laughs> All right. Garrus the arsonist. Tagoro and Naomi, uh, are you just picking a random adventure to go on? Yes. Okay. Roll me a D4, please. One. Okay. So, you guys, are you staying within the Citadel itself and exploring? Oh, hell yeah. Perfect. So you guys wander around. Uh, Naomi is just as curious as you are with everything, especially since the place is not only magic, but it's a free city like uh, Fitzpark is. So uh, she's very curious in any Nico Jin you guys come across. And you see a set of stairs that lead down one path, and there are a couple of guards standing there. Kind of like they're keeping watch at these stairs. We go and walk down them. Uh, halt, please. Uh, do you have permission to enter the catacombs? Yes. Do you have your sigil? Yes. Can I see it then? I hold up my axe. <laughs> you know what? Actually, this is your one axe that you got from the White Tower, isn't it? Oh, God, yes. Oh Does that work? God. Oh, my oh God. My God. <laughs> one moment. Whoa, Guys, this. I'm a wizard. No, you're not a wizard. <laughs> it doesn't have a blue raven. raven. No, it has a blue so, raven. So, no, actually, his uh, axe, if you remember, and actually, you can find it on the image that I drew, there is a purple stone at the center of it, remember? And it also does... What is it? Electricity damage? Yes. So, Adam, I'm going to give you the choice, high or low, and I'm going to roll twice to give you advantage. <laughs> Feeling good, guys. High. High? All right. So I rolled a one and then a 99. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty awesome. So you hold this up, and the guys... Both like their eyes widen and they're like, is oh wow, that is I I didn't know you had oh you know what? Is 
do you need an escort down there or are you wanting to go? I'm giving the what the fuck look today. <laughs> Even Naomi's just like, uh mm. Yeah, uh, go right ahead. Uh, if you need anything, I guess just use your sigil to alert one of us, all right? Yeah, thank you. As you were. Carry on. <laughs> Both at ease and let you pass. As you're walking down the stairs, Naomi's like, I don't I don't know what just happened. I what don't did your, know either. What did your axe do? I don't know. Am I a wizard? I mean, you did do that one spell or ability thing back on the ship. Holy shit, I'm a wizard. <laughs> do you think I'm more powerful than Manny? I don't I don't know about that, but maybe what <laughs> Oh wow. <laughs> I don't I don't know. Should I, I mean technically the staff was mine. Should I have to get it back? <laughs> you know what? Um why don't Okay, are we just exploring down here? What if this place has like dangerous things or something? Oh, then we just won't go we won't touch anything. Okay. Let's put it okay, I I look at her. I do mm -hmm. like that. We're looking you know, I'm looking at her in the eyes like mm -hmm. Okay. Let's agree now. We don't touch anything. We okay. just go into rooms we and look at look. things. Okay. Unless, and mm -hmm. Unless it wait. looks like it's a secret passageway opener. Like, you know, the candles, like we can like turn the candlestick. Okay. Okay. Then we have to touch it. Should we let the others know what we're doing? <laughs> <laughs> No. I think it's silence. Yeah. Silence. <laughs> I was literally yeah. sitting here just like blinking, looking back and forth. And then I was like, oh, yeah. I mean, we're already down here. Okay. Who knows if they'll catch us again? It's our only chance. Let's go. That's true. And don't worry, you have me. I'm a healer. Oh, I know, right? The only real heal healer. Oh, you hey. really think so? I think so. Thanks, Tagoro. All right, let's go. We frolic. Okay, you guys head down the stairs. Garrus, you are walking off on your own, yes? Yeah. Are, <laughs> <laughs> are you asking, are you stopping to like ask anyone for directions or anything? Uh, yeah, do you uh, know where the paladins are? Well, uh, one of the like regular guards just kind of like blinks up at you. E yes, um, you would want to speak to the commander of the raven guard they are the one who see to both knights and and paladins uh that protect the kingdom ah fantastic could you point me in the dire right direction please i can if you will follow me please gladly you are led to the commander's office the soldier steps in for you and says he'll make a quick introduction just to make sure the commander's not busy. She does not like to be disturbed at all. He makes it very clear. Uh, and after a moment, he steps back out to you and invites you in. And you see a human woman, very tall, very like athletic build. She seems to be like in maybe her late 40s or so. She has like dark hammered gold blonde or like hammered blonde hair with like wisps of white in it. And she wears full plate armor. And she has a few similar to the soldier Gwen that you met. Ah, uh, hello there. <laughs> oh, God. 
Uh, she dismisses the soldier and uh, nods to you. You had questions about my paladins here? How can I assist you? Yes, hello. My name is Garrus Valken. I am a, a fellow paladin. And I am follow the god Voltus of Light and Order. I see. Well, it is a pleasure to meet a fellow soldier of the Holy Orders. I am Commander Gwenlyn Ricefire. Ricefire? Yes. As in Gwen Ricefire? He is my oldest son, yes. He serves ah. on the honor guard that protects the Raven Council. I oversee, oh. I oversee the, the honor guard and the city guard. Ah, lovely. Does your group also follow a god? Just wondering. Various paladins here serve what gods they wish to. The whole purpose of Bavandi here is to have the freedom of being able to practice your magic openly and also serve your deity as you wish, as long as you're not seeking out nefarious purposes that might bring destruction to the kingdom. Ah, I see. So you have a lot. Of, would you say you have a lot of strong warriors on your hand? Maybe, perhaps, sorcerers slash magic users. I have. If you're talking about melee fighters who also with magic, that would be paladins and eldritch knights. Yes. Oh, I was wondering if I could hone my skills a little bit. If not, uh, I also have another possible request. If you could. Go on. This armor, I wish to... It's cursed. I wish to have it if possible. I see. If you tell me the story of how you came to find yourself in this state, perhaps I can consult with my fellow captains and lieutenants, and if need be, mages that might be able to help. Well, around eight years ago, a hooded figure came to my tribe of paladins. He slurred everybody but me, and for some odd reason found it funny to curse this armor and basically connect it to me so I cannot remove it. So he made a mockery of God, you, sir, trapping you in the armor you exempt, correct? That is correct. I am very sorry that was done to you to have your whole purpose and representation of what you seek to serve and, and a harness powers is turned against you. I will do what I can to aid you, Sir Garrus. I would appreciate that very much. Is there anything about this hooded figure you can help me as usually for situations such as curses, knowing as much as we can about the one who cast it will help narrow things down even better to aid you. I've had a couple of theories, but the one that seems to bring light is Lord Renault. Lord Renault? It seems to be that in that case, yes. Is this the same Lord that I heard about that you were speaking of with the council? Unfortunately. Let's see. And you don't know anything else about the figure, except that it may be someone connected to this Renault. Yes, that's all I know. I will 
as I said, I will do what I can. I will immediately begin having our our archivists and fellow captains look through what we have to see what we can do to remove our support. Um, and as soon as we know something, I will inform you. How does that sound? That would be lovely, dear. <laughs> and you are welcome, of course, to visit the barracks and the training hall like to practice and hone your skills any of my men around. fantastic yes she reaches into her desk and pulls out a small coin that has a, a raven guard insignia on it a raven with its wings outstretched over a crossed uh, spear and sword with a shield in the background of it and she tells awesome. you that if if she tells you that if you Head to the barracks, show them this, and it will tell them that you have her uh, permission to train with her men. Very nice. Thank you very much for your time. I leave her 15 gold for support. Oh, this isn't necessary. You don't have to pay me for anything like this. It's the duty of a commander to help anyone who has need of them. So please, keep your coin, sir. You remind me a lot about my mother. Oh? I appreciate it. Well, it is a pleasure to meet you, and I truly hope we are able to aid you. <laughs> and I leave. Voucher. <laughs> All right. So with that, Manny, are you chatting with Blitz, or are you just kind of doing your own thing? Uh, I feel like I'm just kind of doing my own thing. I'll look at Blitz, and I'm kind of nervous about meeting these guys again. Yeah? Just because of the whole mom thing? Or the staff thing? Well, kind of both. See, It'll go on. With the staff, I feel like I can protect my friends better. I mean, I'm strong, but... The staff gives me more power that can help us. And my mom, she's kind of the... Rusty cog in the engine. I'm sorry, dear, know. about that. I, I'm really sorry to hear about that with your mother. That must be awful for you. Yeah. I'm hoping that maybe Percy and Io will say something that will give us the advantage, and maybe I can talk my mom into switching sides. If we could get her as an ally... That would be amazing. Do you think she can be trusted, dear? Honestly, I don't know. I feel like I don't even know much about her. Let alone well, how to talk to her. What was she like? What you do remember? I knew her as a kind, caring mother, and then one day she just left. Probably sick of it all. With my dad in the picture, uh, I leave too, and that's pretty much why I did leave. Was your father cruel to you both? Eh, not physically. Never physical, but he was very hard-headed. I see. Kind of self-involved, I guess. She lays a reassuring hand on your shoulder and gives you a gentle squeeze. Well, don't worry about that now, Manny. You have your family here who care about you. 
All right. Thanks. Thanks, Blitz. You're welcome, sweetie. And you know none of us would let any any of these council members do anything to you. I mean, I'm pretty sure Tagoro might just go ballistic on them if they try to. Yeah, that's true. And you know I definitely will have something to say about it. I guess it won't be too bad. I uh, snap my fingers and Kel appears kind of on my lap. Mm-hmm. I pet him. I just kind of look at him, give him a gentle smile, and just kind of sit there quiet, going over thoughts in my head. After Blitz makes sure you're all right, she uh, says she's going to go and check on the rest of the rooms and whatnot and maybe see about ordering some some food. If we could snack on something, who knows? Maybe Tagoro will get hungry and wander his way back here. Might be a good idea to have something ready for him. So Sounds good. Yeah, she leaves the room, and I need you to make a perception check. 14. As you're sitting there petting Kel and everything, you see him raise his head and kind of sniff the air, and then he kind of shrieks and, and ducks into your jacket. What? You get the feeling of being watched. If I'm the only one in the room, I'll scan the area and, hello? There's no answer, but you look out onto the balcony, and you see a pair of dark golden eyes peering at you from outside. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> like outside a window? Yeah, like there's a, a large balcony and out in the darkness you, you see a large pair of golden eyes watching you. I swing open the window. So you, you head over to the window and throw it open? Yeah, do I get a, how far away are they? Uh, from where you were sitting with Kel to where the balcony window is, about 10, 15 feet or so. Hello? Who's there? You. So did you go to the window or do you just open it with yeah, magic? Yeah, I, okay. uh, I go to the window, I open it with my hands, I say, who's there? Okay. Standing there on the balcony, you see a large, shadowy looking uh, dire wolf with that that's huge and looking at you with these gold eyes and as you throw open the doors and everything it leaps up on the balcony ledge and just looks down at you quietly and stares at you for a long hard moment and you feel your neck start to ache again whoa there who are you in your head, you just hear a feral-sounding voice that just says one word, Umbra. And then it leaps off the balcony and disappears into the night. And your neck stops hurting. Manny's holding his neck, and he silently Umbra, what's that? Thanks for joining us for the Arius Adventures here on Party Advantage. Come join our community over on our Discord channel and hang out with the cast and fellow fans of the show by following the link in the episode description. You can also find us on Facebook and Twitter using at Party Advantage to check out fun posts and special announcements. Lastly, don't forget to hit that subscribe button so you stay current with all of our episodes on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you listen to podcasts. 
Come back in two weeks for more of the Arius adventures as our group continue their journey. Will the party find an advantage on their next encounter? Only one way to find out. See you then.